0: Hi, my name is Dr. Warwick Bishop and I'd like to welcome you to my consulting room. Today I'd like to talk about patients stopping statins and other medication. This week I've had a number of patients come in missing both their statins but also other medications and I'd like to talk a little bit more more about this because it's a really important area. What tends to happen is the patients will come in and report that they've had a side effect. Well, that's a pretty important thing, but often they'll attribute that side effect to a particular medication and stop it. They do this without discussion and without involving the doctor in that decision-making process. Some patients will just run out of the medication, so if they, for example, have been in hospital, and a particular medication has been started, then the discharge script for that medication may last, uh, say, a month, for example. When that month runs out, some patients will believe that they've finished the course of therapy that they required. It's really important to check that it's not a course, but perhaps a lifelong preventative strategy, or if it is a course, to be clear about that. Some people just forget to take their medication. That can happen. Uh, it's very hard to focus that priority, but certainly if someone's had a heart attack, for example, they are far more likely to remember their medication than, for example, someone who has mildly elevated blood pressure who feels perfectly well and doesn't like the idea of taking tablets. Lastly, some people will read information on social media, media, and again, make unilateral decisions about what care they should be on without engaging the doctor who prescribed that medication in a proper conversation about it. I think it's very, very important to understand that the best way to deal with the situation is to understand the risks that could be associated with taking a particular medication, and the benefit for that individual, and understanding that the risk exists with any medication, a risk of side effect. But different patients will have a different benefit, and statins are a very good example of this. There's no question that any medication, including statins, run the possibility of some risk to the patient, a side effect, maybe muscle aches and pains. This is the same for almost any medication, whether it's Panadol, aspirin, even water. Too much water could give people a side effect. What we have to weigh up though is in therapeutic doses, does the risk of a particular agent balance up or is it outweighed by the benefit it can offer that individual patient? And this is where the conversation needs needs to be specific to the individual who we're dealing with. There is no question that in secondary prevention, which is taking people who've had a heart attack or an event like a heart attack, we have clear evidence from multiple studies that lowering those people's cholesterol reduces future risk of event. This is really important, it's really robust, and it needs to be really clearly communicated to the patient so they understand the objectives of the doctor. In other areas, the benefit and the risk equation are harder to be sure about, harder to articulate, and certainly many patients who feel perfectly well and I think blood pressure is a good example, whose blood pressure might be borderline elevated, they might be carrying a little bit of extra weight, they may not wish to take a tablet, or could be one of the group of people who say, I just don't like tablets. These people may find that the risk of a blood pressure tablet is not going to really provide the benefit that they want in their perceived view of their health. This is where, again, a clear and open discussion with the prescribing doctor is really important so that the objectives that the doctor's trying to achieve can be articulated to the patient, and the patient can be part of that decision-making process. I think it's really important in that space to recognise what the aim of the specialist is, or the GP, or whoever's providing that recommendation for treatment. The aim will generally be for a better outcome for the patient, either in terms of symptoms or prognosis. Symptoms are really clear-cut. So if a patient misses a medication that's related to symptoms, then they will be more symptomatic. So the link between the medication and and its effect is pretty straightforward. Where the conversation is more complicated is generally in prognostic situations. So where the patient takes a medication to prevent an issue that could occur a year, two or 10 years down the line. This is where the immediacy of the effect of the agent is nowhere near as clear and where education and explanation is absolutely paramount to engage the patient in the process. I deal with patients who have very elevated cholesterols. These are people who come from families where there's high cholesterol and premature coronary disease throughout the family. In that group of patients, and we call that cluster familial hypercholesterolemia, we see families, familial hyper-increased cholesterol, uh, fat in the blood, emia, referring to blood. So familial hypercholesterolemia clusters of people with high cholesterols. And there's no question these people can have their risk of a heart attack reduced in decades to follow by starting that therapy early. The trouble is that they will only take that medication if they fully understand the benefit it'll provide to them because without that explanation of the benefit, all they see is the risk. From my perspective, I don't wish wish to force people to take something they don't want to take I don't want to force tablets on people who don't need them. I have no desire to simply write out scripts and hand out pills. But what I do have is a deep desire to make a meaningful difference for individuals based on their particular need and matching their particular need with the appropriate therapy for them. That's why a conversation around the individual and their particular needs is so important and for my patients particularly the ones who have made decisions about unilaterally stopping drugs apart from letting them know that i'm a bit upset about that what i really really try and do is invite them to be engaged in the conversation about what we're trying to achieve how we're trying to achieve it and if there are troubles with the medication how do we find a solution that best suits that individual it is a complicated area but what i really encourage you to do is not find this path alone what i really encourage you to do is engage with your doctor or the person who's prescribed that drug to discuss the best way the unique way the solution the best works for you. The very starting point in all this is education and the second point is communication and they go side by side. I really hope this gives you second thoughts about stopping medication. I I really hope it gives you second thoughts about engaging your doctor or your prescriber in whatever medications you're on and I really hope it reminds you that what we're trying to achieve on this side of the desk is the best outcome for you in the long term. It's up to us to articulate that clearly and explain it to you clearly so that you are engaged and part of that process. I really do wish you the best of health. Take care and bye for now. Thank you. You have been listening to another podcast from Dr. Warwick. Visit his website at drwarwickbishop.com for the latest news on heart disease. If you love this podcast, feel free to leave us a review.